Can you imagine your life where money is your friend, working with you to achieve all your dreams and desires? If you struggle seeing money as your friend, then join Kathy Cook Noble, financial advisor and educator on understanding how your money can work for you. It is possible. Now, here is Financially Speaking with Kathy Cook Noble. Good afternoon and welcome to the Inspired Choices Network. I am your host tonight, Kathy Cook-Noble, and you are joining us in Financially Speaking, where we speak about all things financial and we try and take all the confusion and, and do a little bit of myth-busting sometimes on how the financial world works and we water it down into plain language because it really is not that complicated. But I do know being in the industry as a licensed advisor and having a bookkeeping business and our financial practice that it can in fact be a little bit confusing because there's a lot of acronyms and uh, it's almost like they're a secret language of the financial world. And what we do here and financially speaking is we make it all very user friendly. At least that's what I hope we do. That's our goal and that's what our purpose is here on the show, also in my practice. So you are listening to us and joining us on the Inspired Choices Network where really everything that we do here on the show spreads out into the entire network. The network is here for everything that we need to live a happy, healthy life and have balance in our life and understand any kind of issue or concept or problem that we're dealing with, or even just to celebrate some of the excitement and joys that we have in our life. And what, there's a show here that is there for you that will help you in every part of your life. I am sure of it, knowing the different shows and the different hosts. If, obviously, if you have financial problems, that's my or financial questions. That's where I come in on Financially Speaking. But there's all the other uh, shows and hosts that help with all the other different parts like animals and parenting and the energy that you need to make yourself happier and better balanced and more successful. There's just shows on everything. So I encourage you to plug yourself in and find the show that is the need that you have for today or tomorrow or next week or next year. And if there is something missing and you think, wow, why don't they have a show on something that I really need help with, then you need to talk to our wonderful uh, network owner, Christine McIver, and tell her that we need to have a show on something and you could be the, the host for it. Because there's nothing better, in my opinion, than sharing your gift with the rest of the world. Because I always think, and and I know it might sound weird coming from a financial person, because numbers are my life and numbers are my game, and that's what I do all day. But I, I find, just with the numbers, quite frankly, if we can all do better and make ourselves the best version of ourselves that we have, then that brings everybody else up. And by that, it's not just you have to have lots and lots of money and be super rich and super financially successful or compare yourself to your neighbor because you'll hear me say it all the time that uh, every single person has a different story and you could be an identical twin living in the same house on the same street driving the same car and your situation is still different. Uh, I see it all the time where people are always trying to keep up with the neighbors and they really truly don't know what the neighbor's situation is. So if you are thinking of something that we're missing here on the network or have questions about, I guarantee you somebody else does. Also have, is also having the same question. So I would encourage you to consider joining us here on the network and having your own show because we're always excited to learn new things and how to do things better and make ourselves a better person. Because like I said, if we are all our better versions of ourselves, then that means we're helping everybody else be a better version. And wouldn't that be cool if we were all the best version of us and we just helped everybody else? That would actually help us a lot faster than 
any political rule or any um, financial plan, it would just help everything else because we'd be doing the best for ourselves, which is the best for everyone else. And speaking of financial plans, we're going to talk tonight about retirement. And sometimes we think about this, depending on our age, we think about it more. And I have a lot of clients that like to ask me the question, uh, can I retire? Am I am I financially safe to retire? So I, I say, okay, so you're thinking about retiring and you have some questions. You know, how much capital are you going to need for your retirement? How much do you need to save each month to meet that goal? They're all great questions. But one of there's a couple key questions that people seem to forget. And one of them is, these are all great questions if you have enough money, but are your investments protected? That's an important part. And the second important part is, other than the financial part, what is your retirement plan? So retiring isn't just about, do I have enough money in my account or do I have enough money in my investments that I can draw on to live X number of anticipated years? It's also a question about what am I going to do with myself? So you'll find when you're listening, if you're listening and joining us for the first time on Financially Speaking, you might hear this for the first time. However, <laughs> if you're joining us back again, then you'll know that I repeat myself on this. Uh, a financial plan is not an isolated plan. The financial plan works together with your lifestyle. It works together with your family. It works together with your goals. I have had couples sit in and talk to me in my office. And when we start talking about retirement, the husband has an entirely different vision than the wife of what the retirement looks like. And this is really important because if if you're thinking we're going to travel, we're going to buy a boat, we're going to be doing all these uh, great and wonderful, uh, exciting explorations of the world, and your spouse is thinking, I am going to sit in the back of the, on the back deck and I'm going to read a book a week because I really want to catch up on all my reading and stimulate my mind and have all the opportunities that I haven't had to catch up on all these readings I wanted to do. Very, very, very different plans and very different financial plans. So we need to make sure when we're talking about retirement that we're talking about the whole plan of retirement, not just do I have enough money? Because as I always tell you, it is not just about the money. And although the money is important, it's no different than any other aspect of your life. Your health is most important. One of my uh, favorite quotes from Jim Cramer, if anybody watches him on CNBC, he's the host of Mad Money used to be a head fund manager, uh, extremely entertaining, extremely brilliant. Uh, and he always says, there's nothing worse than being broke than being broke and sick. And that is true. If you do not have your health and you do not have your money lined up, then you are in for a lot of struggles. And that's what we try to help people with and avoid uh, as best we can. And I have had people of all ages come into the office and believe it or not, people think, oh, it's too late, I'm too old, I'm I'm 50, I'm 60, I'm 70, whatever the case may be. There is, for sure, there's a lot more flexibility when we're younger, but there's definitely something you can always be doing at any age. And that could be, just if it's not planning for retirement, it could be protecting your estate. And that we have as a whole topic on its own is estate planning. Uh, it's one of my favorite topics because I find it it's, it's fascinating and I I find it scary that so few people have actually sat down and talked to their spouse about their estate. And everyone has one. Everyone. I don't care if you rent an apartment and you live very minimally. You have an, you have an estate. 
If you own a goldfish, if you own a cat, if you have a dog, if you own the couch in your apartment, if you own the clothes on your back, you have an estate and you want to know where that's going. Because if you don't and you don't make that decision, then somebody else will. And that somebody else is the government with the with no face and no connection to you who doesn't know your wishes and it doesn't matter because then you fall into a whole other category of them making decisions for you. So estate planning is extremely important and very easy for everyone. I shouldn't say easy, but if you plan and put the plan in place, it's easy to get organized. It's easy to stay organized if you're committed to it. So that is a whole other topic on its own, but it does definitely connect to our retirement conversation tonight. So if we're going to start about retirement, what does retirement look like? Let's start with asking ourselves, what does retirement look like for us? Does it involve us traveling because that's going to require a different amount of money does it involve us downsizing the house because that's going to change your financial status does it involve working any part-time jobs doing consulting Uh, i know teachers that have retired and they do some supply work that changes your financial status because now we have money coming in and we also are paying more in tax so these are all things that we need to consider if it's going to be something where you know what we're going to retire and we're going to watch our grandkids for the school year and then we're going to go to Florida for maybe three months out of the year or whatever the case is. Uh, I know we're not traveling south right now, but eventually we will be. And the travel industry will open back up and uh, out we go to flood the world to visit it once again. But that's all part of our retirement plan. And in that retirement plan, of course, we are going to focus, because this is financially speaking, we are going to focus on the finances. So. If you're thinking about retirement, you have questions about your retirement, my suggestion is write them down. Write them down. It sounds so simple, but it's so neglected. Write down your questions and start to formulate a plan in your mind about where you want your retirement to go, what you want it to look like. And then if you have an advisor, go meet with your advisor and ask him or her your questions. Say, I have these questions written down and I'd like to know how my plan is going to be constructed or if you have a plan that's constructed how it's going to be modified because the thing that I always like to remind people of a will a financial plan they're just a point in time they have to be a living document that you have to you have to adjust them you have to upgrade them you have to understand that things in your life can change so for example if you have a will and this is a very 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 common example First of all, if they have a will, most people don't. And if you don't, that's a whole other side topic that I am very passionate about. You have to have a will. Everybody has to have a will. So if you don't have a will, go get one. Even if it's a basic, simple, standard will, you need one. Go get it. Because that's the very last conversation you have with the world. And that is the very last wish that you're going to have um, honored on your behalf. So go get a will. Now, if you have a will... And this is the common part, which I see all the time. So people say, yep, I got a will. My next question is, how old is it? When was the last time you've upgraded it? Because a lot of the time what I see is, well, we did a will 20 years ago. So this will says that our four kids or three kids or two kids, however many kids you have, uh, will go live with aunt so-and-so or uncle so-and-so should something happen to us. Well, the kids are now 20 20 or more. So I'm pretty sure that they're not going to go live with their aunt or their uncle if something happens to their parents. So make sure your will is up to date because the kids 
are no longer minors. And this happens all the time. People forget about it, right? We did a will when we were married. We had a young family. We did this will, and we've never updated it since. Well, things have changed. You could have moved. You could have changed cars. You could have changed jobs. You might have changed accountants. You might have changed lawyers. There's all kinds of things that could have happened. So aside from not having a will, which everybody should have, I encourage you to go get it. If I haven't said it enough, go get a will. You have a will. Uh, there is a ton of stories, and I agree The in the chat room, absolutely lots of horror stories about people with family estates without a will. Uh, I, I have to tell you, I've been involved in some. I, I do a lot of estate planning in my practice, and one of the things I found is what the parent thinks the kids think. And when I talk to the, the adult children, not the kids, because they talk about their kids, I'm talking adult children in their 50s, when the parents, what they, they're thinking, their children are thinking, isn't always the same. And in rare cases, it is exactly the same because it's not. So one parent believes that there are children that want to take over the family farm and none of the children, when you talk to them, are interested in taking over the family farm. So there's a huge disconnect. Having a will, planning your estate, talking about your retirement plan, these are not secrets. And by that, I mean, we don't post them on social media and share your bank account. That's not what I mean. I mean, it's not like in the movies where there's that big surprise. We're all sitting at the lawyer's office and they're going to read the will. And they didn't know that cousin Jane was in the will and got something and causes friction. That's not what it's meant to be. Uh, reading of the wills, planning your estate, these are not meant to be surprises. And I know here in Canada, where where I am, uh, it's not exactly the most commonly talked about topic. And sometimes it's a little taboo to talk about finances. I know they say avoid religion and politics, but finances is another one that most people don't talk about. They don't talk about life insurance because it scares them. They think it's a mortality issue. Life insurance has nothing to do with your life. It has to do with income protection. You're just uh, you're just the ATM for the family, and they're protecting the ATM of the family. So if you think of it like that, then it takes out that scary emotional mortality part, and you start to have a conversation about, hey, how am I going to protect my family? How am I going to protect my wealth and my estate? So these are the conversations that we should be having, that we should be having just generally. We don't have to get into your neighbor comes over and it's like, tell me what's in your bank account. How much money have you got in your retirement fund? That's not what it's about. It's just about a general conversation. But more importantly, it's important, really, really important to start these conversations with your kids. And it's nothing that we should be afraid to talk to our kids about. It's nothing that should scare our kids. Um, I know we've had that conversation many times and I've, I've joked about uh, with, with the kids about how I think they should do my funeral and I want fire crackers and fireworks and good food and all that good stuff because uh, I don't want them to be scared or stressed or thinking that when the time comes, which, you know, I'm not, I, I am not delusional enough to think I'm going to live forever. I think I'm going to live a long time, but I know I'm not going to live forever. So I want the kids to know, hey, when I'm not here, I want you to still uh, enjoy life and I want you to know that I'm not going to leave a mess for you and you're not going to have to stress about it. So, and these are all the things that we need to start talking to our kids about because they need to understand finances too. So we are going to take our first break of the night and then we are going to come back and start to talk about nine signs that we're not financially ready to retire. 
So don't go anywhere. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I am your host, Kathy Cook-Noble, and I'll be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspired Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815 880 8255. Canada 613-800-8736 or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to Kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. And I'm excited tonight because we get to talk about retirement. And that means not because I'm looking forward to not working. I think I'll I'll never not work. <laughs> I love work. I love what I do. And I love being able to get people on the financial track that they need to be on so that they can live their best life and, and live the quality of life that they really want. But what's exciting about retirement is means we're doing some planning. And I think this is one of the most neglected areas that we have here in North America is planning. And by planning, I mean plan your retirement uh, plan your succession. If you have a business, if you have a practice, uh, plan for the future. And it's, it's a funny, funny reality that we as in North America spend more time planning our vacation than we do planning our finances. It's kind of scary, isn't it? When you think, oh, cause we're, we're going to go on this trip next year and we're going to plan for this and we're going to, need to buy a new bathing suit or get sunscreen or whatever, get skis, if, depending on where you're going. And yet we spend less time talking about our finances. We spend less time planning for our retirement. So tonight I want to talk to you about nine signs that you are not okay financially to retire. So here's, let's start with number one. If you're struggling to pay your current bills, then you are not okay to retire. So it goes without saying that if you're living paycheck to paycheck, 
Retiring is not going to make your life easier. So here's a general rule of thumb that when you retire, you need about 75% of your pre-retirement income to enjoy a comfortable retirement, okay? And I'm talking not making huge life changes, not going on huge trips, not upgrading your house, not upgrading your car, just to live your nice, planned, comfortable retirement, not a major change. So 75% of your pre-retirement income, that gives you a comfortable retirement. Now, typically, the money you're going to get from either in the United States, Social Security or Canada Pension Plan here in Canada, Old Age Security here in Canada, uh, you have to ask yourself, is this going to give you enough of a source of income for your retirement to enjoy your free time? And I can almost guarantee everyone out there when you start to look at the numbers is going to say no. No, that is not going to be part of that 75% of pre-retirement income because that's not going to help you in the way that you want it to. Is it a nice little boost to it? Of course it is. But what we typically are looking at is our pensions, which are far and few between in private corporations now. Uh, in the United States, you've got 401ks and IRAs, Roth IRAs, other type of savings like that. In Canada, we have something called RSPs, which is the Registered Retirement Savings Plan, or TFSAs, Tax-Free Savings Plan, uh, or we might have uh, a locked-in retirement account from a pension that got moved over or RIFs. But the reality of it is we need to be saving for ourselves. And I'm a firm believer that if you don't look after yourself, then nobody else will. And I always I always live by the the belief that if you don't run your life, then somebody else is going to run it for you and you might not like it the way it gets run. But it's the best you're going to get because you don't do it yourself. So I try and tell people and encourage them and empower them to run their own life, decide what they want, and then let's figure out the plan. So if you're working on your retirement plan, you have two choices. You can start with what you have and see what that's going to get you at the age that you're planning retiring. Or you can start at the age you're retiring and say, this is the life I want and this is the the vision I have. And you back engineer it and you say, okay, now what do I need to get there? And then you start to decide, well, I need to save this much a month or I need to um, set aside X amount or I need this kind of insurance to cover the tax or whatever the case is. So you can do it two ways. You can go forward and see how it leads and what it leads into or you can start at the end and back engineer it. Uh, it's those pretty two simple options, right? It's not that complicated when we start to break it down. But our number one struggling to pay current bills, that's a sign it's not okay. We're not ready to retire. The second sign that we're not okay financially is if there's a high level of debt. So if you have a large amount of debt, this is going to severely strain your savings once you're in retirement. And that means if if you have a lot of money that you owe, and it doesn't matter what you owe it on, it's a collection. If you have a high level of debt, then you're still going to have that high level of debt post-retirement, but you're going to have less income coming in. So can you imagine if you feel stress about the level of debt you have now, and you're like, I want to retire, that stress level is not going to go down, it's probably going to go up. And the last thing you want or need post-retirement when you're supposed to be enjoying life is more stress. So one of the signs that it's you're not okay to retire yet financially is if there's a high level of debt. So paying down your debt before you retire, this might mean you have to work a couple extra years that you didn't plan on or didn't prefer. 
Uh, it might mean you have to add, add more hours to the day with your job and get some overtime in if that's an option. It might mean you have to pick up a second job. It could also mean that you have to change jobs. You know what? I love this job that I'm doing, but it's not paying me enough. And for me to get where I want to be in retirement, I need to make X amount of dollars. And if you have the opportunity to go to a job that makes X amount of dollars, then that might be an alternative for you as well. So paying down debt is a huge importance. Now, this is why it's great to have these conversations as early as you possibly can. I have to tell you, I love when the younger ones come in. When I see people in their 20s or couples in their 20s or early 30s and they come in and they want to get their their whole plan together and here you are in your 20s. Now, few 20-year-olds are thinking about the retirement. It's 40 years from now. But can you imagine the beauty of compounding the interests and the investments over 40 years. Einstein's the one that said that compound interest was the seventh wonder of the world. And compounding means interest on interest on interest. And you do that for 40 years. How beautiful is that going to make your portfolio look? Now, having said that, it's also important to have an idea of what your debt is. And when we talk about debt, some people don't even know how much they owe. So that on its own is an exercise that you want to go through. Paying down your debt is really, really important. It's also important to have a plan for it because you also have to enjoy life while you're living and while you're doing this. We're not going to work and work and work and wait to get to retirement to enjoy life. You need to enjoy life now and have a healthy lifestyle and a healthy attitude towards life and enjoy what you're doing, but you also have to make sure you're very aware of what the future is holding. So if you have money that you owe and the interest rate... Let's say your interest rate is on credit cards because this is a very common, very popular situation. And you're probably paying, if you're lucky, 10%, but more likely you're in that 15 to 30% range on interest on, on credit cards. There is no guaranteed investment that is going to pay you 15 to 30% rate of return. You need to get that type of credit under control that you owe. That kind of debt is what will cripple you because it too participates in compound interest. So as if you ever look at your credit card statement, it says it will take you 101 years to pay this off if you only pay the minimum. That is pretty impossible to do. So we want to take control of the finances and get a plan in place for the debt as well. So if you have a choice between paying down, for example, interest rates right now on mortgages are, are super low, lower lowest they've been in in decades, if it's between, if your choice is between paying down more on your mortgage on a 3% interest rate, for example, versus paying down your 10% or 20% or 30% credit card, you're farther ahead to pay off your credit card. And I see a lot of this. People get in their mindset because this is what the, the only real advertising you've seen mostly or if the last 40 years is pay down your mortgage. And in Canada, put your money in RSP, or in the States, put it in a 401k. And paying down your mortgage, well, that sounds wonderful and great, and it's not a bad plan at all. If your mortgage rate is 3%, you're paying 30% on your credit cards, then you are never going to get ahead. You need to pay down that credit card. So handling the debt is, is super important. So number three, the third sign that you are not financially ready to retire is You don't plan for future major expenses. So you don't wait until you're retired 
to address any major unforeseeable expenses, such as replacing the roof on your house, uh, maybe repaving your driveway, maybe buying a vacation home, maybe buying a new car, maybe buying a boat, maybe putting in a pool. These are all options and all ideas that people have for retirement. But if you have no plan for this major expense, how are we going to pay for it? So that is another sign that you're not okay to retire. So you want to tackle these bigger expenses before you retire because you don't you want to know what the impact's going to be on your portfolio. If you pull out say $10,000 to do a new roof from your portfolio, two things are going to happen. Number 1, your portfolio decreases by $10,000, which is now $10,000 out of your retirement. But number 2 is you also lose compounding on that $10,000. Because when you retire, you don't just take all your money out of your investment and carry it around in your pocket. It stays invested, which means it's still making money. You're still investing and still compounding. But if you don't take into account these big expenses and you take big chunks out that aren't planned, then it really jeopardizes how much income you're going to have every month from your investments. So if you have no plan for the future major expenses, you are not ready to retire. You are not financially okay to retire. And number four is uh, if there's an unknown Social Security benefit or Canada Pension benefit, uh, whatever the case may be, a government benefit, let's call it. So the, this is our next sign that we're not financially okay to retire. And when I talk about uh, Social Security or Canada Pension Plan or any government pension, this is what I'm talking about. So anywhere around the world, if there is a government program on retirement, it may be a different formula, but it's the same concept. So even though it's called something different in Canada or the U.S. or in England or whatever the case is, uh, it's the same concept. So just remember when we're talking about that on the show, I can't mention every single kind of plan, but I, I try to give you just an example of the different kinds. So we're up to our second break of the night. When we come back, I'm going to talk to you about the, the unknown government benefits. That is our fourth point that we're not okay to retire. So don't go anywhere and we will keep, continue to talk about our retirement so that we can have a happy, healthy, successful one. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network and I will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Money is complicated, right? Actually, no, it's not. You don't have to be a trader on Wall Street to get a handle on your money. TV shows often instill fear to keep you believing you can't understand it or do anything yourself. If dealing with your finances brings up a lot of other F-words, then you need to read All Ladies Should Use the F-Word, A Guide to Loving Your Finances by Kathy Cook Noble. 
Kathy helps you take control of your finances and leave the other F word, fear, in the dust. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network with your host, Kathy Cook-Noble. That's me. And we are talking about retirement. So our goal here is to have everyone plan for retirement for the retirement that they want, the happy, healthy, financially abundant retirement that they want. And remembering that your retirement is not the same as your sister, brother, cousin, neighbor, your Retirement is just for you and your family. So how much money you think is enough and what you need, that's the right number, not what somebody else thinks. I actually see that all the time where people, well, I guess I should have this. What do you want for your retirement? If your goal is to have a million dollars, great. If your goal is to have $2 million, no problem. That's your goal. What's right for you is not right for somebody else. Not everybody wants to travel the world. Not everybody wants to... Uh, do mission work or volunteer work. Not everybody has the same plans in retirement. So that's what we're talking about. But we do all have the same frame of financial concepts that we can work with. And we also have the same signs that if we have these nine signs, we are not ready to retire. We are not okay financially. So the fourth one I mentioned was about the unknown government benefit. So there is a lot of misconception about the uh, government benefits, if you will, saying, you know what, I'm going to have this pension, because they refer to it as a pension. It's even called the Canada Pension Plan, right, in Canada. Most people just call it CPP or OAS, which is Old Age Security, but in they think it's a pension, and it is, which it means it's taxable, but uh, it's also not a pension that says you're replacing your income. It's based on what you've worked. So... Not everybody gets the maximum, and the maximum's not spectacularly huge. So if you're like most people and you haven't figured out how much this benefit is going to be, then it'd be a good time to go on the website of the government and use the tools to calculate it or get your financial advisor if you have one to help you with it. If you don't have an advisor, there's no law that says you have to have a financial advisor. Uh, it's helpful, of course I think that, and it's definitely beneficial because you can do it faster because that's all they do all day. It's like doing your own plumbing at home. You can do it, but is it faster when you have a plumber? It should be, and it's probably more accurate, but you can do this stuff yourself. So that's what we're helping you. That's what we're doing here. We're trying to help everybody. If you don't have someone, then do it yourself. That's okay. Just do it. So if we haven't reached the full retirement and... You want to know what to collect on your either Social Security in the States or you want to know what it is uh, in Canada, then you've got to figure out how much you're going to get in this pension from the government. And if it's not that much or you're not quite there at the maximum, that might make a decision for you to postpone the retirement. Now, if everything else falls into place, it might be where that extra couple hundred dollars a month isn't going to change 
your mind on retirement, you can retire early because you've made up for it someplace else. So you want to look at that. Um, in Canada, for example, you can start taking your CPP at age 60 or you can defer it up to age 70. Standard is 65, but it changes slightly on what the amount will be because you take a reduction if you start taking it earlier and you get a touch more in in uh, amount if you delay it. Uh, most times you find it's not, the delay is not worth the amount, but it just, again, totally depends on your situation and what else you have. So make sure you check on that because that is a, that is a component of the retirement plan. Okay, number five, uh, the sign, signs that you are not financially okay. Number five is you have no monthly financial plan. So what happens when you retire? The paycheck stops arriving, but the bills don't. So that means you're still paying for your utilities in your house. You're still paying for property taxes. You still pay for insurance on your house, insurance on your car. You still pay for groceries. You still pay for your cell phone. You still pay for cable or internet, whatever the case is. So the monthly bills still come. It's the monthly check that changes. So the regular paycheck stops and either the government pension pick kicks in or some of your retirement income that you've been saving up starts to kick in as a monthly payment. So that's what's going to change, obviously, significantly. Now, planning your monthly cash flow, that means you have to consider when you're going to start drawing, what I just mentioned about when are you going to start taking that government benefit and how much it's going to be, and then how much are you going to take out of your investments that you've saved and when you're going to get them. So if you have an an RSP, for example, it has to convert, which is a registered retirement savings plan here in Canada, at age 71, it has to be rolled into what's called a uh, uh, registered retirement income fund where you have to start drawing some money because the government's now saying, hey, listen, you deferred your tax. We want to start getting some of it. You have to figure out how much you're going to get. Is it going to take the minimum because you have to? Are you going to take it annually? Are you going to take it monthly? How's that look? So you have to have a solid grasp of your expenses to know how your retirement is going to look. And to do that, you could ideally just have two to three years of actual spending history you summarize it in a category saying this is the house, this is the car, this is travel, this is uh, food, groceries, uh, gifts, Christmas, birthdays, they all still happen. So then you can go through the category and to de- decide how much is going to change when we're in retirement. Well, possibly the travel goes up and maybe the groceries go down because you're not home as much. Or maybe the car payment disappears because the car is paid off. So these are all the things that we want to look at is what goes down and what goes up. One of the key things that we have to make sure is covered is our health care costs. And there's a lot of, I know there's a lot of press and a lot of uh, information about Canadian health care, and they think it's all free. I, I'm here to tell you that it's not free. It's There's a lot of stuff that's not covered under health care. There's a lot of stuff. You have to have travel insurance, even throughout the provinces. So if you're in Ontario like I am, and you're covered under the Ontario um, health program, then when I travel out west or I travel out east, I still should have travel insurance because my Ontario coverage is for Ontario. If I travel outside of Ontario, including another country, then you want to have travel insurance. 
So to have travel insurance, we want to make sure we qualify and it's based on our health. We want to know that our health is looked after if we have to go into long-term care. Make sure you have it before. It's like having a car accident and then going into the insurance broker and saying, oh, I should get accident, I should get a collision on my car because I just had an accident. We do it before, not after. All right, so we're going to know our expenses. Number six is there's no long-term financial plan. So this is a sign, if you have no long-term financial plan, then this is a sign you're not financially ready. You're not okay to retire. So you should understand how long your savings is going to last and what spending level you're going to maintain over the next few decades. Because remember, you're going to be retired. If you retire at 65, you could be retired for 30 years for sure. And you want to make sure you have the money that's going to last. You don't want to outlive your money. So there's always arguments, I shouldn't say arguments, there's always debates between in the financial world about how much money to withdraw, uh, how much to be ready for, uh, how much you should have. But the 4% rule of thumb is pretty popular to say that you can, if you can tap 4% of your retirement assets every year, and it, it, then it's, proje- it's projected to allow your money to last 30 years in most scenarios. So 4% withdrawal is really what you're looking for. Um, now, you do need to plan for retirement to last you three years, three years, sorry, 30 years, because um, if you retire at 65 and the average age for men is 85 and average age for women is 87, then you're closing in on that 30 years. Now, the seventh point about signs were not financially okay, and this is one that people forget about. I always call it the silent killer of money, and it is inflation. Inflation is like high blood pressure. Nobody sees it, nobody feels it, and nobody really knows about it until it happens. And that's what inflation is. It will affect your day-to-day expenses, and it will affect the value of your savings, guaranteed. So if an inflation rate is 3%, which is historically the norm, then that means you're going to double your expenses in less than 25 years just because of inflation. So for for all my listeners out there who are over the age of 40, think back to 20 years ago and how much groceries were when you were in school. Significantly more money now than 20 years ago. The price of gas was significantly different 20 years ago. So that's what inflation is about. The price goes up with no rhyme or reason. Lettuce didn't change in 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 taste or texture, but it did change in price. Now, with the average lifespan lasting a lot longer, like we just talked about, guess what? You're going to be dealing with inflation and it's going to be affecting your investments. So we have to keep that in mind that say, for example, you have an 8% return on your investments. It's really only a 5% return after you factor in inflation of 3%. So you want to avoid keeping a lot of money in cash and you want to actually invest it so it's compounding and growing because cash sitting in your drawer or sitting in your bank account earning no interest, it's actually losing purchasing power. So a dollar today is not going to get you the same basket of goods in 10 or 20 years that a dollar of basket of goods today will get you with a dollar. So that's important to remember. Now, the next one, next sign that we're not ready is Point number eight, and that is we're not rebalancing your portfolio. 
Okay, so what does that mean? That means if you take a passive approach at investing, you can uh, that can work for you when you're younger because you got lots of years to make up for market downturns. You got lots of time to make up for uh, losing, you know, taking some risk if you take some high risk. But as you approach retirement, it's really important and it's a smart move to rebalance your portfolio. And that means that you want to have less risk, more income, and a little bit more security. So that's what the rebalancing is. So you're going to go from buying some high-risk industry of blockchain or cannabis, which it is right now, very high risk, and you're, prob- you're probably going to move into something a lot less riskier, you know, like healthcare and bank stocks and stuff like that. Uh, if you're talking about individual stocks, if you're talking about uh, mutual funds and portfolios, you're going to lose lo- move from a high risk to a medium risk down to low to medium risk. And as you get older, it's just going to continually slide down that scale. Now, the other sign that you're not ready is our number nine sign, and that is retirement worries you. So we're coming up to our last break of the night. And when we come back, I want to talk to you about how retirement worries you. And then I have one bonus sign that you're not financially ready uh, that I'll talk to you about too. So don't go anywhere. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network, and we will be right back. Too many of us get caught up in the unreal lives of reality television and complete to acquire stuff, which is setting us up to accumulate lots of debt. We're scared, confused, and don't know who to talk to. By tuning into Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble, you'll learn tips you can use to improve your financial health, which in turn can improve your overall health and make for a very happy life. Live a life you can afford and enjoy. It is possible. Listen for Financially Speaking Radio Show every Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is Financially Speaking Radio Show with financial advisor and educator Kathy Cook-Noble. To participate in the program, call in the U.S. 815-880-8255, Canada 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also make the choice to ask or comment by email by sending to kathy at bookkeepplus.ca. Now back to the program. Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Financially Speaking on the Inspired Choices Network. I've been talking to you tonight about retirement. And now is a great time because no matter where you are in your life, if you are retired, then maybe it's a good idea to have another look at your financial plan and make sure you're on track. If you're not retired but you're thinking about it, now is a great time to make sure you have a financial plan or put one in place. And if you just entered the workforce and you're young and you think the world is and you're invincible to the world and you're going to be working so far into the future that retirement is way, way, way far away, now is the perfect time for you to do a retirement plan because you will have lots of years to really make your dreams come true, your lifestyle, and get all your um, planning and all that into place so that when you do retire, it's an easy, smooth transition, which wouldn't that be lovely and not have to have that stress. 
So the last point that you're not financially okay to retire, retirement worries you. So even if your portfolio is in top shape, you might not be mentally ready to let go of your work life. And I mentioned that at the beginning of the show. It's more than just the money. Working takes up a lot of your energy. Some people may be anxious uh, rather than being excited uh, to consider months and years of unstructured time ahead. Some people might not have a plan. Some people might not think they want to do anything. They can't imagine what they would do outside of work. And if you're not thinking, I can't wait to retire so I can travel and go out on my boat, I can play golf, and you're not planning on scheduling any time at all, you might not be ready. And if it sounds like something where you're pursuing this second act of adventure, working part-time, becoming a volunteer for an organization, that might be an idea for you to transition. And if you want to retire without a plan, uh, you're going to be overspending in an effort to combat some of this boredom, and you're going to run through your savings quicker. So it's very dangerous to retire without a plan outside of the finances because you will burn through your money faster just trying to buy some happiness for yourself. So some t- some recommendations are to test drive your retirement. So get a sense of how much money you're going to need and where you'd be comfortable living. It might not make sense for you to retire to an expensive city. It might not make sense for you to retire and buy a bigger house or a car. But consider your current living expenses and get yourself some clarity on your sources of income, understanding your cash flow, making sure you're mentally prepared and you have a plan to retire, and then you're going to be able to implement it a lot easier and a lot less stressfully. Now, those are the nine signs that you're not financially okay to retire. Just to give you a quick recap, they are if you're struggling to pay current bills, if you have a high level of debt, if you have no plan for future major expenses like the roof, if you have uh, unknown benefits from the government you haven't checked, if you don't have a monthly financial plan, if you have no long-term financial plan, if you have not accounted for inflation, if you are not rebalancing your portfolio, or if retirement worries you, then those are signs, very strong signs, that you are not ready to retire or you are not okay to retire financially. Now, the bonus one is if you still love your job, you're not okay, you're not ready to retire if you still love your job. So there's nothing that says you have to retire just because you reach some magic number. Warren Buffett, he's going to he's almost I think he just turned 90 actually in August. He just turned 90 and he's still going as strong as as ever and he loves his job and he loves to work. He has no plans to retire. They've talked about succession planning at the company. They have they have different uh, succession plans in line. Mind you, they're not, they're not sharing it because uh, that's they're not going to affect the value of the stocks or the company operation because that's just their internal strategy. However, they do have plans in place. But Warren Buffett, and for those of you who don't know Warren Buffett, he's one of the wealthiest men in the world, and he runs a company called Berkshire Hathaway for investing, and he owns a lot. <laughs> he owns a owns, uh, majority shares in Coca-Cola, Seas Candy, uh, railroads. He's got all kinds of companies. Um, very, very wealthy man. But he's not retiring. He's 90 years old. So if you're still excited to get up in the morning and go to work, keep doing it. <laughs> no one says you can't. Keep doing it. And work has benefits beyond financial. Like I've said before, it's not just about money. Money is a great P. 
piece that I love to talk about. It's the part I like to work on. It's the, the piece that I like to put the puzzle together for. But there's a bigger puzzle than just finance. It's your whole life. And the financial part of work is is either great or it's not great or it's okay, whatever your feeling is for what your financial reward is for work. But you could be making a ton of money and hate your job. And you could be making very little money and love your job. Or you could be Warren Buffett and making a ton of money and love your job. <laughs> so if that's you and the job you enjoy, it, it, it stimulates your mind, it gives you social interaction, it makes your day feel purposeful, you get a sense of accomplishment, and all these things are what you need as a formula to stay healthy and happy. Well, if you're there and you have it, there's no law that says you have to retire right then and there. Um, you might also be able to stay on the employer's health plan, uh, potentially get better coverage on your own. These are all things that are part of your plan looking for it because healthcare is part of it. Uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, who just passed away, the Supreme Court Justice, was 87 years old, still sitting on the bench and loved what she did. There is a lot of, lot of good reasons that your job might be very healthy for you, not just financially. So that is another sign that you're not ready to retire if you still love your job. And I hope that is the case for everybody. I know it's not always, but hopefully uh, you can either get to that point if you're not there or you can find a way to make it very happy because we do spend a lot of time in our day and in our lives at our work. So obviously, if we can have that to be enjoyable and make us happy, that is definitely the best formula. So that is what we we're dealing with tonight on retirement. I hope it helped a little bit give you some ideas that you're not ready to retire and gives you some financial ideas to start looking into how you're going to retire. The conversation can start now. It doesn't have to be big. It doesn't have to be in-depth. It doesn't have to be scary. You can start taking little steps towards it. Uh, if you have an advisor, you can say, okay, let's do the skeleton outline and then set a date to start uh, narrowing in on the whole thing so that everything can be in place. And that might be less scary. It's something you talk to your kids about. Hey, when I retire, mom, mom and dad and I are, you know, the mom and dad, we're going to be planning to travel. We're going to sell the house, the family house, whatever the case is. So keep the conversation open. Talk to your kids. Enjoy yourself. Plan for retirement, but plan for having a happy and healthy retirement, not just a financially successful one. Join us again here on the Inspired Choices Network on Financially Speaking, where we will continue to tackle any financial questions and topics. And if you have some that you would like to see unraveled or explained, please call in. We're happy to take all the questions. See you next time. Thank you for choosing to listen to Financially Speaking Radio Show. Kathy Cook Noble will return next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 3 p.m. Central, 2 p.m. Mountain, and 1 p.m. Pacific on InspireChoicesNetwork.com. We hope you'll join us. Until then, have the best week of your life by making the choices that bring you all that you desire.